I am my beloved and my beloved's is mine. Unworthy, worn, worthless, and not good enough. The time is now for you to completely throw those lies out in the trash and reveal what the Word of God has to say about you. This podcast has come to reveal truths of love that are straight from the Word of God. It's time we rise up, take courage, and follow Him. We are called to be warriors for Christ. Let's equip, let's rise up, and let's be loved. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and this is Beloved Podcast. Hey sister, it's Lindsay, and this is the Beloved Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. We are going to talk about marriage. Now, before you go and cut this off, all you single ladies, I would love for you to be a part of listening to this because marriage is biblical. And I cannot, first of all, I cannot imagine looking for a mate in this period of time and during a pandemic. So fist pump to you, girl, if that is you in this situation. I love thinking about what all God has accomplished through my husband and I in our marriage. It is so cool to look back and to see all of the things that we endured together and then how God showed up and allowed us to rise above through him in all of that. So today, I wanted to be able to allow us to focus on five things that we can do for our marriages this week. There is, without a doubt, a rise among us with marriages that are falling apart. I think that's probably one of the most passionate subjects that I love to listen to other women discuss is their marriage. I love to be a part of showing them that it is possible to revive and restore. Restoration is something that can happen if both of you are willing for that to happen. And it's pretty cool because if John and I were to like rate our marriage on a scale of one to 10, I think, I think that our Enneagrams would most definitely show up here. Okay. I would probably say right now, currently like a 9.5, right? And John would probably say (laughs) 6.23 with room to grow right? Um, Not saying that anything is wrong, but you know what I mean. There's always room to grow. The beautiful thing about marriage is that is the exact truth. There is always room to grow. Never ever for one minute think that some couple has got it all figured out or that there's some secret solution to having the perfect marriage because that's not true. You fight you disagree, but what the beautiful thing is marriage should be a reflection of Christ in the church. So I want you to write this down. Here's number one. This is one thing that you can do 
for your marriage or your spouse this week. The first thing is positivity. Don't say a single negative thing to your spouse today. That is so hard. The reason why I want us to try to do this is because if you are mentally aware of trying not to do this, then you will realize and catch yourself before you actually do it. The Bible tells us to guard our tongues and we are to speak life and love into our husband. And so if we are able to be positive for our husbands, then that is a way of showing Christ to him. I've tried this before and I have failed miserably before many times. What it has taught me is how I speak to my husband. And that is an absolute unbelievable thing. We are to be a safeguard for him. We are to be his safe place and us to them as well. So here's the second thing, and I love this one, and this one is one that God has really taught me personally as John's wife over the last two years, is grace. I don't care what has happened, what your marriage has endured. There is no reason why we cannot show our husbands grace. Now, you can read into that however you want, but sister, I'm going to speak truth. And the Bible says that God's grace is sufficient for us. So how dare us not be able to show our husbands grace every single day? I used to be the worst grudge holder in our marriage. If I was mad, silent treatment. Can I get an amen, right? I could sleep on the edge of the bed and just be sitting there all night angry and think, well, I'm going to show him. I'm just not going to talk to him. I'm going to sit here on the edge of the bed. I'm not going to say a word. And sister, he'd be over there just snoring. He was just fine. He wasn't even thinking about the silly argument. <laughs> and I was the one that was losing the sleep, <laughs> show your husband grace and that also means remembering when to just pause and give the man a minute God designed the man much differently than the woman we are beautiful beings beautiful creatures and we were made to balance one another out my strengths are his weaknesses and vice versa. The third thing I want you to write down to do for your spouse or with your spouse this week is to show him something that you love about him. So this could be a really cool 
communication piece here. You can do this however you see fit. And the crazy thing is this might be an uncomfortable thing for you to do because honestly, communication isn't there. I would say in a lot of marriages, it's a struggle because we are just constantly on the go. We're constantly in our routine. And so there isn't a communication. And I know that that is why there are so many marriages failing because there is no time for this relationship build. And so if a relationship isn't building and growing, then it dies. So I want you to be able to tell your husband, communicate to him one thing that you like about him and one thing that you love. So those are two completely different things. For example, I like when my husband puts his bowl of, uh, his dirty bowl of ice cream in the dishwasher and not in the sink, <laughs> right? I like whenever my husband takes the baby and gives her a bath and gets her ready for bed. Um, I love how my husband respects and parents my children. I love how my husband is responsible with the finances of our family. You see, our men must be uplifted. That is how God designed them. Yes, we have to be uplifted too. Yes, I know this. But there has to be a line drawn whenever you put your foot down and you say, you know what? I am going to fight for my marriage because I will say it forever and ever. Beside every husband should be a powerful and strong warrior woman. Powerful, praying wife. I want you to be that woman for your man, no matter what. Because take it from me, it is hard to pray and not have any idea what's going to happen. But what you can do is you can pray for him. And that is number four. You pray for that man. You pray over him. You speak Satan out of your home anytime you know that God is you or that excuse me that Satan is using him to attack your marriage. Let me tell you, that happens. The things that are said to you that hurt your heart, Satan is just simply using your husband to get to you and tear your marriage apart. But what a beautiful thing for you to be able to stand strong as a woman of God and say, uh-uh, not today, Satan. That husband of mine is a child of God and you will not use him to tear apart my marriage. You will not use him to tear down my home because sister, we are to be warriors in this world so that our homes can be a declaration, that our homes can be a testament to the beauty that God designed for this world. So you pray for that man, no matter what he's doing, no matter how mad he's making you, 
you love him and you pray for him and you call upon our almighty father because he needs you to do that. Because if you don't, who else will? You made a covenant to Christ. You made a promise to Christ that you would support this man and you would love this man. And it is time that we restore our marriages. So that's the last thing. Number five, restore. Pray for restoration in your home. This is not going to happen overnight, but it's going to cause a war and a battle. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be messy and it's going to take time and it's going to be exhausting. But sister, when you are on the other side of that and you are beside your man and you look over and you see a man of God and you look in your home and you hear music again. You will see how beautiful God has designed and meant for marriage to be. So I know that so many of you are discouraged today. And I want to tell you that I have been there in the hopelessness. I have been there in the questioning and the uncertainty. And I know how difficult that feels. That is why I am so passionate about this. And I pray today, sister, that your marriage will be restored. That your marriage will be set on fire for God. So that your kids and your future kids will see that it's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to be disappointed or have arguments. But oh my gosh, what a beautiful thing to see a mother and a father together fighting for their marriage, loving one another with the love of Christ, the grace and mercy to one another. What a perfect example of Christ's love for us. I love you, sister. We'll talk soon. I am really happy that you made your way here today. Maybe you don't understand exactly the words that we're talking about whenever I mention Jesus and the life that he has for you. If you have more questions about becoming a Christian or following him, I would love to be able to help. In Romans 5, 8 tells us, but God shows and clearly proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Sister, God loves you. No matter what you've done, God loves you. He died on the cross for you so that we may forever spend eternity with him. If this is something that piques your interest or you want to know more about, please feel free to reach out at besimplymama at yahoo.com. I would love to help you and walk you through the process of becoming a Christian so that you may be able to shine some beautiful light on this world. I love you, girl.
and I'm praying for you.